the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School 5 where real talk is our vernacular. We didn't even talk about the WNBA championship. Man, can we watch Okay, nigga. Talk about now the that's what we got in the show right there. That's what we got in the show. That should be that. Exactly. Then we weren't going to talk about that. Tra- you know, beautiful this woman, Angel Wilson. Let me Wilson. tell you what happened. I'm let me trying tell to figure out. I thought the WNBA finals happened in June, bro. Yeah, they added more playoff teams because now there's like 16 teams in the playoffs, I think. 16, 16 teams? There ain't no 16 no, teams. I don't know if they have 16 teams. <laughs> <laughs> but the playoffs well, happened. It was more than half of the in the playoffs. All right, uh, Pedro, tell us, give us your synopsis of the WNBA Finals. Uh, Angel Wilson won. He didn't watch that shit. Man, me and Aaron had a beer together <laughs> over the game team. We went to the bar, man. I was we watching the Lakers If I went to a bar to watch a WNBA game, then that's probably my last day. He, fl- he flew no, me up ahead. so we can watch that. You go ahead and give me one of those Taiwanese strippers because I've obviously <laughs> lost my mind and must have served in a war zone. He flew me up when we was over at Lucas. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and the Twitter. You can also tap in with us uh, uh, on our Patreon at patreon.com backslash High Score 510. And we are here with... This is AG3 coming at you faster than a, than a pastor in New York grabbing a woman and hemming her up for interrupting his service. Because I'm an avid reader, you know. My girlfriend gets upset sometimes. I mean, there was a time when we're lying in bed and I would touch her and then I would read and I would touch. And she thought we're going to make love. And then she rolls over to me and I said, no, no, no. I was just using the wetness to turn over the pages. And I read because that's just who I am. <laughs> yeah, that's Brandon. That was Brandon's sound. Oh, Brandon's not here. So uh, he asked for it. <laughs> and we are here with everybody's favorite trucker, Captain P. Funk, and also favorite stay-at-home dad. Thank you, brokers. <laughs> I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. It's not very well ventilated down there. For Christ's sake, Derek, you've been down there one day. Talk to me in 30 years. And my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink-tink, the D is silent, so it's just Jart. With my mama. I didn't have sex with anybody's mama yet. Well, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Know, nobody knows your regular escapades. Yeah, I do my thing. I do my thing. All right. Well, uh, in news this week, I want to dance with somebody. The new Whitney Houston biopic trailer was released this week, and they're using real live audio and songs of Whitney Houston while she was alive. Here's a clip. Special guest in the audience tonight, legendary record executive, Mr. Clive Davis. My voice is gone. What? You start the show tonight. No talking back. I'm your mother. What's your name again? Whitney Elizabeth Houston. Wake up! It's on! It's on! This is really loves me. My dream: sing what I want to sing, be how I want to be. I say a prayer with every heartbeat. Reach as big an audience as I can. Common criticism of you, your music isn't black enough. Look, I don't know how to sing black and I don't know how to sing white either. I know how to sing. I might have just heard the greatest voice of her generation. 
set to come out December 21st. What do you guys think about that? I think it's really going to be worth seeing. It sounds great. Looks great. I'm glad they used the live voice because you can't replicate Whitney's voice. You can't sit there and have someone trying to sing, some actress, even if they're a dynamo singer, use her voice, lip sync, and do it well. They did that in that movie, that French movie, La Vive and Rose, I believe the name of the movie, off the woman that sang it. It was starring, um, oh, what's that beautiful French actress? Marianne, Mar- Marianne Cartler, the one that was in Batman, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, and she was also in, um, uh, what's that movie when they kept sleeping all the time? That uh, uh, You know what I'm talking about, the Nolan movie. This motherfucker, dude. <laughs> I think he did that on purpose, dude. You know what I'm talking about, Jared? That movie, uh, Inception. Oh, Inception, that one. She man. was like, she played the ex-wife, mm-hmm. her. And so she's really learned the words well to lip sync well. And it's better to do it that way. Yeah, yeah. It's better to do it that way. That looks good. That looks good, man. Uh, no, my um, significant other is a big Whitney Houston fan. I guess she wouldn't enjoy that. Not a lady's boy. I'm going to take somebody there. I don't know if I'm going to take her or somebody else. <laughs> Are y'all going to go watch this in theaters? Nah, I probably won't go to theater. I'll probably try to wait for it to come out on some streaming. Some- Is there anybody that you think could have played her and actually sang the music? I remember, Aaron, you were saying that you, you're happy that they're using her actual audio. But yes. is there any, any actresses no. and singers that you would be like, you know what? I would like to hear them do it and do a rendition, kind of like they had no. uh, Leslie Odom Jr. doing Sam Cooke in uh, one no, night. No, because the problem is, if they were to do that, they'll just bring Jennifer Hudson ass out. Nah, looking like Whitney ass out. Jennifer Hudson. And it's like every time every time they want to portray a black singer, they just roll out Jennifer Hudson. Hey, we got Aretha, roll out Jennifer Hudson. We got Shaka Khan, roll out Jennifer Hudson. Or what's the and name of Viro? Jennifer Hudson is going to play Brandy in a few years. <laughs> just gonna keep rolling her big ass out. They roll her ass out to play this. Jennifer Hudson, hey, she go, she could play Vesta Williams. Hey, we gonna bring Jennifer Hudson out to play, play fucking Mammy when she was singing and, and Gone with the Wind. Just roll out Jennifer Hudson. I hope they do get into the Whitney and Bobby Brown uh, uh, components of their life. You know, what I'm saying that the romance and the ascent, and then the descent and the and the fallout. She introduced drugs to him. He didn't know nothing about drugs. He was scared of them. He knew nothing about it. She was the one that smoked weed, did the coke and all that, and introduced it to his life. It was a bad combination of them getting together because all they would do is just drugs and drink all night and eat all fucking night. We got something in common. They did. We both addicts. First of all, let's get one thing straight. Crack is cheap. I make too much money to ever smoke crack. Let's get that straight, okay? We don't do crack. We don't do that. Crack is whack. I hope they show when they take the reality show and she went into a restaurant, ordered the lobster without looking at the menu, and they told her, ma'am, we don't have a lobster. She goes, that's fine. I'll, I'll still take the lobster. <laughs> when they show that part where they, where they buy the drugs off that dope dealer, because that was Ebony's roommate's boyfriend. Come on. The funny thing is when you when they had that reality show, you saw she never look at the menu no matter whenever they ate out. She just ordered whatever fuck she felt like. She did, and they, these were restaurants that it wasn't like she was a wasn't like me going to Nine Hundred Grace and where it's like okay, I really don't need to look at the menu at Nine Hundred Grace. So you can tell me the specials. That's the only thing different. I don't need to look at the menu. I know what time and what's being served, and all everything's good. But it was her going to new restaurants and just ordering shit. I'll take it. You know, let's do fried wings. We'll do wings and a pizza. Shit like that. <laughs> God dang, wait. You think they're gonna get John Boyega to play Bobby Brown? What? 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 Would Michael Michael Jordan Jordan. Kobe Michael B. Jordan is auditioning to play Bobby Brown in the Whitney Houston biopic. What will Michael B. Jordan do? You know, Clive, you know, I'm here taking care of Whitney right now, you know. uh, I'm gonna go ahead, you know, she already know it, you know, I'm, I'm the star in this family. Whitney knows that. So I'm gonna go ahead and take a couple of these Grammys off your hand, Clive, because I'm the king of R&B. You saw her decorated for everybody in the world. So I'm gonna take this off your hand. And if you want to get them back or you want to talk to me, meet me at Fruitvale Station. Because we got something in common, you know, and you know, I'm the Teneroni of Fruitvale. 
I'm too hot to handle, too cold to hold. It's called Fruit Fruitvale Station and it's in control. <laughs> All about Eagle, the master of evil. Try to battle my boys, it ain't legal. Wakanda Fabric. In other news, Robin Hood has struck again. This past week, several marked San Francisco Police Department vehicles were lifted of their catalytic converters. What do you guys think about that? How's that Robin Hood? Robin Hood ain't robbing from the rich, robbing for the police and giving to the poor. They fucking up the poor even more. They robbing for the poor too. What Robin Hood stealing catalytic converters? See, that's the difference between me and Jerry. You become very progressive with your tone on crime. You over here calling these niggas Robin Hood just because they stole two catalytic converters from police vehicles. That ain't Robin Hood. They just the same niggas that tried to steal mine probably. They about as close to Robin Hood as you are to being fucking Prince Charles. Not at all. Yeah, Robin Hood means that they're giving niggas catalytic converters. Exactly. The police, Jerry. Like, oh, you got your catalytic converter? We're about to rob something from, I'm about to rob something from the rich. I'm about to rob this this, this dude with the Bentley, get his catalytic converter and bring it to you. Robin Hood, they from New Jersey, Jerry. (laughs) He's just robbing. They just robbing ass niggas. They ain't robbing niggas from the hood. That's what they do. Exactly. A marked police truck parked on Potrero Hill in San Francisco had his catalytic converter stolen. Upon further inspection, several other marked vehicles had had their converters stolen. I guess nobody's safe from Robin Hood because, you know, he's coming to make sure that he takes from the rich and redistributes that wealth back into his poor pockets. That's why he's Robin Hood. Or not. He ain't distributing shit, dude. He ain't redistributing. <laughs> Stop being soft on crime, Jerry, man. You're the reason why California turned into a goddamn crime ridden. <laughs> uh, Taco Pablo is here. How do you feel about San Francisco having several of their police vehicles having their catalytic converters stolen? I think it's well needed. Um, I think you yeah, first. Well, first thing, anything to do with cops, you got you got to investigate cops first. So it's not no guarantee that this is not an inside job. <laughs> Somebody mad about uh getting not getting overtime or getting too much overtime. There could be a ring yes. of police officers stealing catalytic converters. That's too much not, work, man. Though the police are not stealing catalytic converters. They got these street dudes stealing the catalytic converters. Now it's called entrapment now. What they do is they get you to steal it. So now they got you on the hook. I'm gonna get you to go to jail for some petty crime. And now you can do you're gonna do whatever the fuck I want you to do from now on. I hope they're happy because we're all going to have to pay for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna put that on, I don't know what the, the fuck are the cops doing that they're they not aware that they... And what, that's some bold-ass criminal shit right there. Well, no, well, here's the thing. Well, you know, since in Oakland, like, they're part of their uh, enforcement plans just park police cars in, like, bad neighborhoods. They just drop it off in the morning and then they just leave. And that car will be there for, like, six hours or something like that. Apparently, it's supposed to reduce crime. So some cars are just there. As a as divergent tactic for for real police work, which is which is fine. Um, yeah, I don't know what you're planning to do though with with the with the police catalytic. Like, I don't know if you get extra stripes for that because I feel like there's easier cars to take the catalytic converter off of. Well, you know what? Just two weeks ago in Francisco, a man called the police because they were stealing like someone's catalytic converter off the street. Police came. The fucking computer systems went down in all the police cars. So they mm. couldn't arrest the dude that they caught stealing the catalog cover. They caught him drilling it. I mean, sawing it underneath. They couldn't arrest him. Dude taped the whole thing. And he went in and asked the police, why the fuck you didn't arrest him? You let the guy go. They're like, well, the computer system gone. It could be that guy's car. And we can't take a chance and arrest him if it's this car will be wrong. So fuck them for that. That's karma. But at the same time, man, fuck whoever's still in catalog converters. I hope they hang and burn every one of them. <laughs> what would be an appropriate punishment, Pedro, in your opinion, as a car aficionado and understanding how crucial the, the catalytic converter is to the functioning of a car and how much they run for uh, on the street? What would be a proper punishment for these Robin Hoods um, being caught? Okay, so you should kind of treat them. Um, you, you put them in a the garage, you lock that garage, and you idle that car without the catalytic converter. <laughs> Sounds too much like something. I can't remember what it is. 
about to cut this from the podcast. Wait, that's the thing you want to cut from the podcast? Out of everything we said, that's the thing you want to cut from the podcast. All things Pedro said. I got a man trapped in the room with the no kind of learning. Can I go back to another point? It was real subtle. I just want to talk about one thing. Uh, Pedro, and this is no offense, Pedro, please don't come at me. Don't send the whole MAGA squad with me. Don't send MAGA Jackson for me. Uh, Pedro has a Dodge Ram and a pickup truck. I had a Dodge Ram. I don't have a Dodge. That's right. So you have a Charger and you have a, uh, do you still have the 16 wheel or whatever it is? Yeah, big rig, big rig yeah. tractor. Okay. So he has a Dodge Charger and a big rig. Mm-hmm. Pedro is now our car aficionado. It's like, nigga, I got a car. Aaron got a car. Brandon got a car. <laughs> Nobody else can talk cars. You eat six chicken wings, and all of a sudden, you do the chicken wings. I am the king You know the funny thing about this? I'm the only nigga up here that actually caught niggas trying to steal this catalytic converter. That's what I'm saying. And he, and he didn't ask what I want to do to these fools. Yeah, Jerry don't, <laughs> don't even know where a catalytic converter is. I'm saying we got we to gotta really start talking about who's really the aficionado with things. Pedro is... Pedro is Way more than car aficionado, but he yeah. might be the chicken wing king over you, nigga. I, I yeah, just man, you, gotta, you gotta start showing some receipts, Jared. Yeah, we need receipts. <laughs> I got from places other than the from places other than the A's games. Go to Happy Hour once at Chevy's and he the wing king. Get the wing king, Jared. Jared does order wings in a lot of places, but I don't know if he still does. Yeah, so do skinny, tall white women. <laughs> well, fuck y'all. Anyways, Aaron, what would be an appropriate uh, punishment for you? You know, you bring him up in front of the people who had catalytic conversion stolen, like myself. Uh, have I'll start off the conversations. Why would you do it? You know, let me hear the story of your life, the quick version, the three minute version. And then after that, I'll, I don't know, take a katana, cut out their hit, slice their stomach, and pull out their entrails. And then try to choke, shove it down their throat so they choke on it while they're still breathing. You know, this is a piece of metal we're talking about. It's a piece of metal <laughs> that costs four G's and sent me back. You know, you can ask, maybe, maybe just ask for it back and a little bit of money. No, no. Nah, I mean, that's nah. just me talking. <laughs> they got to suffer, man. they making me suffer. They're up here stealing that shit from people in the hood. They're making me suffer. You get on they got to suffer. When you get on AC Transit the day after your catalytic converter stolen, you feel like someone cut out your stuff and can let the intros come They put like this. They, when I'm on my AC Transit, all I thought if I see these fools, I would take, I would go walk up to the front and jerk the bus. So hopefully it runs over their head. Yeah, jerk the bus driver? No, jerk the steering wheel. <laughs> Try to hit them. I hit their grandma at that point. I don't give a damn. I'll burn that. At that point, I want to burn their whole, their whole family in the house. Whole legacies and lineages of folks. Over. That's, that's how you stop crime. You, you end blood. You end blood. You end the whole. Are you saying crime's hereditary? Are we breaking news right now? No, it's not hereditary. But see, see, here's the problem with here's our problem with the death penalty. The, the death penalty is one of those things that they think by man by having a death penalty is going to stop crime. It doesn't stop. It doesn't slow it down. But when you cut off a whole bloodline, that's what they used to do back in the medieval days. You took you know, who are you? Go out, cut off a whole bloodline. Nigga, nah, this nigga, I'm a guy who got his goddamn throne cutting. books. <laughs> Watch all Kill Bill's exactly. movie and got hype. What the nah, I don't like Kill Bill. We actually found out this weekend that's not my favorite twin. Nah, Aaron got that George R. R. Martin way of killing off of yep. people. You, you destroy the bloodline and not tell people not to steal catalog converters again. Listen, listen, they steal my catalog converter. I don't eat their baby. All right. Come on. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Man, you don't understand. It sets you back because you got to take your car to a shop. It fucks you over more. They didn't even get mine and still cost me all, all, um, almost you know, like you know $1,500. Really about this whole conversation is you can still drive your car without a catalytic converter. Right? No, it's loud as fuck and it won't pass smog. You can still drive your yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. You guess what? You can run smog for at least a year. But let's face this. Let's face this. It's my fucking car. You guys are telling me that I got to go easy on some people that stole some shit from me. Fuck that. Man, Fuck that. I worked hard for my... I paid for my car. They didn't pay for shit. What would have happened if the people turned on Robin Hood? Little John and his crew. They should have shot his ass. Yeah. Hey, look. Hey, anybody that steals from your your, your belongings in the household, I believe they should right on the spot. I 
say we kill him. Shut the door, nigga. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. They stealing from that, you. That's the only way this goes to you. I don't care what. Any, yes. Anybody? Anybody? How? Anybody? How? Anybody? Anybody that you don't know that's stealing from you? It's hey, some family members. Hey, Ben, Ben, ben come here. Watch me tonight, Ben. No, ben. no, you don't. Tell my French fries. Come here now. <laughs> Going down. No, see, no. You're not gonna make it through the night. No, see, you being literal. You're not gonna make it through the night. Uncle, no. Uncle Pork right here. He said no. him and that. You see the other guy, the racist in the corner. The racist in the corner said, <laughs> I, I've been See. No. This just say this. that you got a family member. We seen we all seen jungle fever. Damn. He, he, he yeah. went in there. Oh, man, talking about Wesley Snipes? Man, that's no, it wasn't Wesley Snipes. It was Samuel Jackson's Samuel big role as Gator. He came in there constantly stealing and stealing and taking advantage of the family, and he smoked out. Yeah, he needs to leave the earth. <laughs> There's no change. You can't change him. There was no change in him. They tried. There's I don't know, Pedro. For a nigga who voted for Trump, man, you sure are unforgiven. <laughs> so you, 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 guys, you guys telling me I need to go easy on someone stealing from me? No, they stole from me. So oh, you can still drive your car here. You still breathing? No, stall them niggas out. That's what it sound like. Sound no, like no, no. Aaron, stall Aaron, them out, Aaron. Stall them out, man. I'll be real. I'll That's be good. Real. I'll, be, I'll be real. I definitely don't want you to get robbed for your Catholic converter. There ain't nothing cool about that. All right. So let's start there. There ain't nothing. Ain't nothing fun. And ain't no jokes. Ha ha ha. It ain't. I had to. I had to confront those two niggas. But. Like you said, a Catholic converter is $4,000. Yes. Right? That's how much you cost plus labor. Them niggas really only getting about $300 for your Catholic converter. So I'm saying, next time you run out in your drawers to catch a nigga cutting your Catholic converter, bring $300, nigga, and this whole conversation is over. Oh, so now I got to lose $300 because the ass don't want to go out and work. It's the game, man. Come on, They don't want to go out and fucking work. It's the game. Nah, next time I'm going to come out with the 45 milliliter. Next time, move to the pasta pool, nigga. Right. That's what I was getting ready to. That was going to be my point next. Like, man, like, I I realize I haven't stepped on broken glass since I moved out here. You feel me? (laughs) (laughs) You you realize that. Like, you realize how crazy it was. You know how, (laughs) see, see, Brandon, you got to think about this, though, Brandon. I used to talk to you for years about moving. For years, and you couldn't see it happening. You would say, man, there's no place like this place. I could get to three airports, uh, this and that. Brandon, you would never think about moving. And I was like, Brandon, you ever think about moving? You you would shoot me down. <laughs> it, it, may, it makes a lot more sense now, man. Because I do, I just look see um, stuff from the Bay, like like in my news, in my feeds or whatever on social. I was like, oh, it's really, it's really wild out there. Like, I didn't realize uh-huh. that. And I realized, like, I realized it today. I was like, dude, I left my car unlocked. My wallet's on the front seat and shit yesterday. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm a whole new person right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but look, uh, maybe I don't know if you can see this or not. You see that? You see that little movement? You see those one, two. People yeah. walking in cars. Yeah. Those are like two, like 10 year old girls. Nigga, it is eight o'clock at night in darkness. That's the type of vibe I'm on. I, I oh, you I living mean, in I, those beautiful white neighborhoods with all the that, 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 that was Mexican girls. You I guess I, see, I take hey, Doris, I give you praise and I give Brandon praise. I've been telling all these Negroes. Nah, you say the silliest shit too. I, I, y'all I, live I, on a pile of niggas. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. Hey, like, man, why don't you move to thousand dollars a year and y'all still living amongst niggas? Why don't you move to Las Vegas? Pedro be like, why don't you move to Vegas, man? They they got jobs, man. You be you only be cutting no, your salary by three fourths, but they got jobs. Pedro just said we're living on a nigga anthill. Pedro keep on Pedro want me to leave the leave the leave the anthill for the hottest place on earth. Why don't you move to Death Valley? Aaron, Aaron, you would be a good like Eminem store general <laughs> manager. Like you would kill it. Keep paying two thousand dollar rent and eight thousand dollar Cadillac converter prices. Then come on. <laughs> well, here's the, I have a question. So. So uh, seeing as it is a, you know, it's basically an epidemic of catalytic converters being stolen with people stealing from each other. Do you think that it's a sign of the economic times or is it more of just people not having any type of moral or conscious compass anymore to the point where they have no qualms about stealing from other people and setting people, regular people back? Uh, thousands of dollars just so that they can masquerade as Robin Hood. Even though we doing it real grand, 
If this rap sh don't work, we running up in niggas' houses, yeah, my brother. I mean, we gonna be hitting the streets, son. Moving mad rock all day, selling that yeah, real heavy drug shit. Know what I mean? Yeah, we be flipping them burgers at Wendy's, my nigga. You know what I mean? With the fries and shit. I do whatever, nigga. Shakes, all that extra ketchup. Here, you need some napkins, you feel me? I'm gonna say there's always been stealing and it just changed to this, man. But it's definitely a cultural where it's more accepted because it's not that people steal catalytic converters, it's no one's gonna say anything about it. Like the Aaron's first four neighbors probably heard the shit happening. They ain't gonna they ain't gonna come outside. Is that my car? No, <laughs> keep my ass in the house and not get shot. <laughs> right? Like that's just the sort of mentality about it. It's sort of like you're amongst everybody, but you're completely by yourself. And that's the same, that's the same thing on the stealing side. Like there's a bunch of people like that are homeless that are struggling and like they're completely by themselves in that situation, even though there's people with thousands and millions, even billions of dollars that drive by them every day. I mean, I don't, I don't first of all, I don't have a hybrid, so I don't really care. Second of all, I got well, no, that, that that that's in a regular car. Catalytic converters are a regular car. Right, well, okay. Well, second of all, if they stole it, I just call insurance, pay the five hundred dollar deductible and do it moving. Third of all, I, you know what, I, I started off talking a lot of mess about Aaron and killing and all this shit. The truth is, in the moment, I'd probably want to uh, stab somebody as well. I've been there, done that. And so I know what it is like to get your stuff stolen. And in the moment, that's how you feel. The truth is, none of that shit is worth it, Aaron. You don't really oh, no. No, I know that. Entrails to make a cheesesteak sandwich and none of that shit. I don't know why you're chopping that shit. Yeah, man, I, I think it's useless, and we can move on to the next topic, like sports. That'd be nice. I just want to know where we are as a society, because, you know, stealing is stealing, but if we get soft on crime, then then the Robin Hood can, you know, saying, you know, do his thing. But at the same time, when it happens to you, it's a whole nother thing, right? What team did Robin Hood play for, so we can talk about that team? Anyways, as I was saying, <laughs> when it happens to you, you be stabbing niggas, right, Darius? That's what, you, yeah. So, like, just admit it. You said, you know, said, you know, you said literally, I stabbed somebody. I stabbed somebody in the moment. I remember Darius came on the show being like, nigga, I stabbed somebody today for trying to steal my shit. First of all, I never said that. I said, been there, done that. I took one nigga to go get some poke, and now all of a sudden, you're making a story out of it. Well, nigga, you talk about stab people. We know it's a story about you stabbing somebody. Come on, Jim. There go Fox News right there. See, you got at least give me credit. I know the rules of the street out here, right? I might say, I might say, you know, with the rules of the street, what I what I'm gonna do, but I ain't gonna talk or what I think you should do, but I ain't gonna talk about things that you did. Darius stabbed Robin Hood. Here we go. Here we go. See, <laughs> you know what? I come up with the same. Uda Lolly, Uda Lolly, golly, what a day! <laughs> what? What well, fucking speaking in tongue? In sports news, French soccer player Aminata Diallo, formerly of PSG women's team, has been arrested and charged with aggravated violence in connection to the November 2021 attack on her then-teammate, Kira Amorayui. Amori. Amroy. 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 Diallo, uh, a midfielder, had initially been investigated following the attack, but was then let go and uh, was said to have not had any part of it. However, the police tapped her phone and found out she was the conspirator behind the attack in the first place. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> Conspirator, she was driving the car. <laughs> she stopped and then they supposedly got robbed by the four four dudes with the ski mask on that went after that, went into beating her teammate while one of them hit her supposedly to the car. And then they beat the teammates legs and hands and arms with metal pipes. And well, then she took a couple of cell phones. Yeah. And you know, it's funny when that happened to the teammate, she in the back of her mind, she said, I always felt like she did this shit to me. Mm -hmm. I think that's where the police got it from. Like she felt like it was a setup. Yeah. Well, they, 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 they beat her in a way that was meant to injure. Hamroy has recovered physically from the attack. However, she says that it continues to affect her 
uh, mental health. She said this, uh, speaking for the first time on Saturday about it. Uh, I will never forget that night of November 4th, 2021. It haunts me night and day. That dark night changed my personal and professional life. My life as a woman and as a football player. Man, and she also some beautiful, I'm about to sue language. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that attorney talk right there. Yeah, never gonna be the same yeah that sounds like she was traumatized kind of like that time aaron walked upon two people trying to steal his catalytic converter traumatized led me to violence (laughs) but uh yeah is this is this a is this an example of sabotaging your teammate gone wrong or is this just all a big misunderstanding example someone that actually watched the tanya harding read the tanya harding book and found out about it and took everything, the wrong things out of it. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully this all gets settled in court quickly. And do y'all think Diallo's ever going to make it back into any major league soccer? No, yeah, she ain't play shit again. What was her injuries? She needed she needed stitches for injuries to her body and the head. It was um, over plan time because her friend took her plan time or her supposed friend, the one that she had beat, was getting more time. They basically played the same position. And she like was younger and came around and was taking the time away. So she did that in hopes that she could get her time back on the field. That's dirty. All right. So if you want to get somebody back though, well, how would you have done it, Jared? Would you just invite him to a camping trip over the summer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, we're gonna go on this all right, hike. All right. Now he'll go on. Uh, he'll he'll go on a camping trip and, and right next to your hometown and not tell you about it. <laughs> Uh, no, no. What I will do is I say, hey, we're going to go white water rafting, y'all. We're going to, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, man. We're gonna, we got a guide and everything, man. You know? Uh, I don't know. Like, you, Are you asking how to, how to get somebody out of the way? Or, or yeah, man. Let's say, let's say, person that try to get me out of the way. Let's say there was a certain host with a red beanie on that decided to take over the show. Mm-hmm. How would you get your spot back? Would you learn earn it on merit, or would you do some shitty shit like uh, like the soccer player did? No, nah, I just wait a couple of weeks for them to quit the show. Come on, man. that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Red over here trying to stir shit up. He over here trying to rob her the narrative. And uh, in other news, Santa came early. Brett Favre texts show his role in a Mississippi welfare scandal that stole millions from the welfare fund in Mississippi. It looks like Mississippi can't buy a break. What do you guys think about that? That's what happens when you allow celebrity to own the state. And then you have some crooked celebrity own the state. I'm surprised Mississippi, uh, I was down there one time and this is back in 08 when Obama was running, mm-hmm. brother came up to me and said, hey, uh, hey, young man, don't let, don't let these people discourage you. Don't let these people, please vote for Obama. Please, well, I guess he thought I was a local. I'm like, what the hell? Vote for Obama? I was like, are these niggas free? So, in Mississippi, you can pretty much get away uh, with everything. God damn, Pedro. If you got, if you white, you got celebrity. They pretty much own the state. They don't take care of themselves. That's right. Right now, they got dirty water all over the place. The state capital, Jackson, Mississippi, has had <laughs> over almost two months yes. of doo doo butter water that Adarius likes yeah. more than female <laughs> ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is a problem. This is a problem with Mississippi, though. This is a Mississippi It's a poor fucking state. And then the sad part is that when you get a poor state like Mississippi, it's it's like the poorest state in our union, one of the poorest states. And when you get a problem with this and then you got the politicians being sleazy and giving out money to your own, your one only pseudo celebrity there. And he's taking advantage of the situation, giving the money back to saying that he donated his money to a college that his daughter's attending so they can have a new gym for the volleyball team and locker room and shit. Uh, it's just it's just sleazy situation, man. Fuck yeah. Brett Favre. Yeah, so Brett Favre was trying to be the Robin Hood for his daughter's affluent school. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> just get stuck on things, don't he? Stuck on his Robin Hood. This is dumb. 
right, I will say this. I've been in I've been in Mississippi as well. Uh, I've been to near Brett Favre's house. My my grandfather used to live in Hattiesburg. You had to drive all the way down. Uh, and I think Brett Favre lived in a little town, like on the way to Hattiesburg. So like you could see it. It's pretty much it's like Dollyland or whatever. Parton, what is it? Dolly Parton Land. It's, it's all shitty roads and terrible truck stops and all that bullshit. And then it clears up all, out of nowhere. Perfectly manicured grass. Ain't no dirt. Ain't no dirt roads. Everything is paved. Just for about maybe a 20-mile stretch, 30-mile stretch. It's beautiful. That's Brett Favre's. That's Brett Favre's house or his town. It's called Summer, Summer, Summerall or some shit. And in that little town of Summerall, this nigga, he runs everything. Um, I would say, in my personal opinion, that nigga actually does need that money to keep that area afloat to which he's paying for so much shit to uh, exist. I mean, the nigga got an Outback Steakhouse over there. He got shit that, like, niggas call fancy, but it's really, like, diner food for us. <laughs> it's, like, the most fancy shit. It's all around his house. So, I mean, I don't know. I think he's doing a lot for that area, and maybe he justified it by being like, look, nigga, like, y'all see how much this, man I'm manicuring 35 acres every month, nigga. Yo, somebody go out to pay me. Well, it says that the auditor uncovered $77 million in misspent welfare funds uh, in February 2020. And it's part of the $86 million Mississippi is given each year by the federal government to lift families out of poverty in the welfare fund. Um, and it says Mississippi is the poorest state in the country well, with almost 200,000 children living below the poverty line. Yeah, so a very poor state. I mean, I spent time in Mississippi. should have given more money then. You know, Brett Favre um, was trying to steal from the poor to give back to the poor, according to, you know, what I'm saying his Outback Steakhouse and other manicured lawns, right? That's what he was doing. There we go. <laughs> Is Brett Favre the sleaziest man in football? No. Board full of sleazy people. No, man. He just fits right in with the sleazy, the ones that are sleazy. Have you First of all, he was... Have you ever seen Who? Who that? Who is this? Nigga Juju Smith-Schuster? No, nigga, that's the most sleaziest nigga. In the Jackson nigga. Mahomes? You're looking at like Jackson Mahomes. Antonio Brown, nigga. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that, yeah, that was the dance with you doing last week. <laughs> yeah, Antonio Brown is pretty sleazy. He's a sleazeball, too. Um, you, you got Deshaun yeah. Watson has some issues. Uh, you, got, you, got, you, got, you got DeMarco Murray, who was a classic. So yeah, he sleeps with everybody's wife. And then let's not forget, you got you got OJ Simpson, man, to top it all off, the cherry on top of the cake, Jerry. OJ is a different category, man. OJ is different. OJ created his own, his own genre. But Brett Favre. He's in the scissors. That's what OJ is. He'll cut you like some scissors. Well, Brett Favre, obviously, like, you know, he has the issue where he was sending dick pics when flip phones were still a thing. The thing about that, though, is we heard that Marshall Falk did the same thing. Like, there were several people no, who was done no, that. Marshall Falk <laughs> left his dick out under a towel that he moved. No, Marshall Falk went way more sleazy than a dick pic. Dick right. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to misrepresent Marshall okay. Falk that way. Yeah, okay. he was worse. Okay, but not to compare the bad behavior, Brett Favre was stealing from the poor that's it. <laughs> He's stealing from poor people. I guess like there's a history of people in power and, and you know, influence who steal from poor people. See, but stealing is stealing because when you steal, you're not necessarily caring about the person you're stealing it from. Exactly. Some people are like, oh, man, I'm not going to cross that line. This is the yes. Some people kids. are like, I'm just going to stay steal from corporations and, you know, Safeway, places like that. When I was in high school, my friend worked at Domino's, you know, who never paid for Domino's in high school? Me. Like I would walk in. That's he puts a bunch of that's called he the hookup. That's the difference. He puts a bunch of numbers in the cash register, and out, out, I come with two large pizzas. Is, is that stealing? When I was it's in high stealing. school, my boy Mr. Black worked at Thrifty's. We would go in, order all this ice cream. Like he would put it in a bowl. We couldn't even carry toppings, everything. He was in the ice cream part, and then he would ring us up for like a single. You give him a dollar, and he was giving us back like seven dollars in quarters. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that was stealing. 
That's stealing. Gambling is just getting a hookup. Most most corporations, most places where you're getting a hookup from because you have a friend working in there is getting more than their value out of your yes, friend's labor and time. I agree. So like any way that they can, you know what I'm saying, get a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, uh, what's the word, um, reparations uh, in that way of helping out their friends or helping themselves out a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. Now, taking millions, not like a little bit of money, millions of dollars, and then funneling it into your alma mater, which his daughter plays volleyball to build a facility for her. And now he's probably gonna get his name put on that building or we'll see what happens. But like that kind of shit, like that's, there's there's a layer of scumminess and just like dickery that, you know, I think should be, you know, paid attention to like stealing from somebody cause you struggling in life and you steal from somebody because you got to make ends meet or you just, you know, that's the only way you know how to get a job or maybe you're ex con, you can't find a good job anywhere. Who knows? See, um, that, I, I, I see your liberal side poking there's out, man. Circum, there's yeah, circumstances yeah, to, to the stealing. I'm not saying that you still can't want that person to get their comeuppance. But somebody who is, like, sitting in a chair and texting people and is like, oh, yeah, funnel that money to me. I'll take the free money. Give me some free money. Yeah, I live in the poorest state in the country, but you got millions to give me? Yeah, let me get some of that free money. I'm going to put it in my name and then put it on something else so I get, you know what I'm saying, my name and my honor and my legacy is built even greater. That is extra sleazy, bro. That's like, that's like trying to build a facade. Sleazy. Yeah, but you gotta be like, how cool was it for that governor to be texted with Brett Favre? Like he's like, he was white Jesus before. Like he was after Troy Aikman. There was Brett Favre, and he's like, man, I got Brett Favre texting me. Hey, man, I'm about to do something scandalous with all this money anyway. Do you need anything? Oh yeah, bet, man. My, I'm trying to get this, you know, building built for my daughter's softball team or volleyball team. Oh man, we got four million dollars sitting right here in the bank. You know, I'll tell you what, I'll hook you up. <laughs> Let me shoot you that money. Now is Brett Favre a sleaze ball for not saying no? Whatever. However you want to feel about it. But he wasn't at the highest level of his guard, but he's just sleaze ball doing sleaze ball thing. The sleaze dude is the guy who was in charge of all this and let it happen because he had more impact on a lot more people's lives than just the just losing four million dollars there's at least 72 more million dollars that we need to talk about from just from last year yeah there's some money missing there's still a lot more brad far didn't get to 70 million there's a lot more missing well yeah john Damn. davis the head of mississippi's mississippi's welfare agency and uh, nancy new mississippi people's handle nancy new is also uh whose charity was getting millions in grants from the state agency um yes. was funneling it so they were funneling these people were working in, in to, to to funnel money from something that was meant for, you know, I'm saying their poorest people. These are millions of dollars, man. I don't know. It's four thousand dollars for a catalytic converter versus millions of dollars to help thousands of people. It's just it's same it's, shit. Take them out back, put a bullet in the back of their head. Same <laughs> shit. I was, about to, I was just about to go with that. It was like it was the same shit, but then you started talking about other stuff. I was like, same <laughs> shit, man. They all committed crimes. They all stole from people. Regardless if you stole from one person and impacted one person's life, or you impacted a uh, uh, half a million or two hundred something thousand people's lives, you stole. You stole from someone, and you deserve to be taken out back behind a woodshed and plugged. I say we kill him. Shut the door, nigga. Can you imagine how many trailer parks can be cleaned up with that kind of money? Can you imagine how much you can actually have some clean water in the city with that money? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, you know, you know how, how quickly you could have fixed sleaze. that water problem where y'all had doo-doo butter coming out of your goddamn pipes? It's all sleaze, man, Jared. Ain't no one better right. than the other. Sleaze all is right. sleaze. All right. All right, Aaron, what do you think about public spankings like they do in Singapore? Like no, no, they don't do, those, are, those aren't spankings. Those are canings. <laughs> yeah, I'm fact. fine with it. Uh, you don't have to do the public part. I don't need to see it. I'm, I don't get off on shit like that. You, just tell me you whipped his ass. That's good enough for me. <laughs> now, if, the, if the cops would have left there and said, you know what, we didn't find those dudes, but we whipped these other dudes ass we caught stealing a tire. Made me feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't telling you so you can cast a person. I'm telling you so you can whip somebody's ass over a couple more blocks and teach that motherfucker to stop stealing. AG3's gotten to the point in his life. He's like, well, I want to use this police violence in my favor now. I understand. No one tripped if it, when, they, when you're using it for the, on the right people. When you started using it against these people that didn't deserve to get their ass whipped and shot. I don't, look, I'm not down with police shooting people. Just whip a little ass like we used to do back in the day. My boy, my boy that I grew up with, uh, I'm not gonna say his name on the show, but you know, in prison, hopefully still in prison. I don't know if y'all don't worry. Uh, yeah, that dude yeah. one point got his ass whipped. Police picked his ass up, whipped his ass, dropped him off across town, and just left him. 
I'm fine. Just whip a little ass. He was a game banger, you know? I mean, you know what? They, he didn't commit no crime then, but trust me, he committed enough crime to get his ass beat by the police <laughs> and dropped <laughs> off across town. All right, and which red state are you moving to? Because it feels like that's none of those red like... states. Because I ain't, I ain't no fucking Republican or no racist motherfucker. I just want, I just the problem is, I just want, I just want people to take crime more serious here. Don't let your political beliefs make you stupid and just be like, I got to stick to my belief. I got to stick to this, whether it's right or left, right? And now we're at a point where you know, you know, used to be before all the right people did and said the stupid shit and stood by their ground. Like, hey man, this is my party. And I said, now we're to the point where people very far left do the same shit. And they're like, nah, man, we gotta go easy on crime. Fuck that is tearing up and making these fucking urban decay in this town of Oakland is urban decay. But nah, fuck that. We gotta go soft on these crimes as criminals. Why don't you click your heels together three times and go back to Africa? Nah, we got don't blame them. Blame society. Society fucked them over, man. Society's been wrong. Society ain't been that great to not one of the uh, uh, the, you three, you four, four, all five of us looking like the Brady Bunch on this damn Zoom meeting. Right. And not one of us gone out there and stole the catalytic converter or stole shit for out of someone's property out their house. Except for one time. One time I did take Forrest Gump off this dude's uh, off this dude's dorm room. The soundtrack, because I thought the soundtrack was dope, and that dude was rich. So gotta, call me Robin Hood for that day, Jared. I got I got to look up the Forrest Gump soundtrack. It's a double CD. Come on, bro. <laughs> it was a double CD. All right, Cutty Corner shoutouts. Cutty Corner shoutouts. Cutty Corner shoutouts is the same way in the show where everyone gets a chance to rant, complain, or talk about something that's pissing them off in the world, or you can highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner shout outs. It's time. It's, it's time. Cutty, cutty We're burning now. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I'm in for this, man. Gonna let you down. He had sex with my mama. We're broken people now. I just said I need a back of <laughs> Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I do, I do. I got a couple. First of all, uh, a melancholy shout out for Post Malone. Uh, it could be a good thing, though, too. I heard he uh, he was performing a concert the other night, and uh, he fell through a hole on stage and injured himself quite badly. They said he was bruised up and had scratches all over his face, and he basically looked unrecognizable. So a happy Cutty Corner shout out because I've heard he now looks more attractive since that's happened. Another Cutty, uh, melancholy Cutty Corner shout out goes out again. I think I mentioned it last week, but I don't know if Jared put it on the show because I didn't listen to the end of it. Did you did, did you put Cutty Corner on the show last week, Jared? You got nope. those? Yep. So Cutty Corner shout out goes out to uh, Jesse Powell, singer, R&B singer Jesse Powell. If you have ever ridden in the car with me, you have heard his songs at least a hundred times because I tend to put at least one or two of his songs on every mix CD I used to make in my Honda Accord. Uh, Brandon has heard. You probably don't know who it was, but it was Jesse Powell. 26 years ago, I first, at 20 years old, discovered Jesse Powell. It was the soundtrack to my college life uh, and my post-college life. The first three years after his first three albums, it was amazing. All his songs, if you never heard you, I saw you on the LA box. I was in LA during summertime, saw you on the box video channel playing and went out and bought this album the next day. Uh, listen to Jesse Powell, you listen to I Didn't Realize, uh, Is It Over? Um, just listen to Jesse Powell. It's no way. It will take the whole world. If I, all the songs, man. Jesse Powell's a soundtrack to my life. Uh, like I said before, I, I basically, through Jesse Powell, I learned about love. I discovered love. I made love. I lost love. I fell in love. Fell back in love. Lost love. Broke up with love. Fell re back in love. I did it all. Every stage of love I met through Jesse. And Jesse Powell was there in my youth to guide me the rest of the way, my young adulthood. So, melancholy shout out to Jesse Powell. Happy shout out to Post Malone, not looking as ugly as he normally looks.
have a Cuddy Corner shout-out? Um, my Cuddy Corner shout-out goes out to bad negotiators. So I've been working on doing some like joint ventures with some other business people out in the community, trying to increase my value, trying to increase their value, a win-win, so to speak. But every once in a while, people just come to you with a bad deal, and you just say, nah, that don't seem real good for me. And then they'll nag you about how, the, and they'll try to break it down. They'll talk to you for hours about how it's such a bad deal for them, actually, and that I'm coming out on the top. For example, so I do websites and stuff like that, and I was like, hey, man, your website kind of, your website's terrible. <laughs> I'll do your website, discount it if I'm able to come on like your podcast or whatever. And I'll talk for an hour because he has a podcast that's, you know, that's some listeners that I want to talk to. He's like, nah, man, how about this? How about this? You do the website for the discount and you pay me to be on the podcast. And he's like, I was like, nah, that don't make, that don't make a lot of sense. So like, I'm looking at your numbers here. Like that, don't make, that actually don't make no sense. Especially when I know like no one else pays to be on the show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's like, no, nah, man, but I'm going to be promoting you to my audience. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to be promoting you to your audience. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, show. <laughs> like, I'm not just talking. There. I'm not going there. Be like, hey, buy my stuff. I'm on there, like, trying to try to give value, try to get, try to, try to help people out. And at the end, if you're so kindly, hey, here's my website. Buy something. That's not what, that's not the way he was trying to frame it. He realized like, oh, maybe I can get some money out of this situation. So I'm going to basically talk about how great the opportunity is. And I'm not really seeing the value there anymore. <laughs> so we've been having a lot of back and forth. Um, I think about that this week because that happened this week. And also I was offered a bad fantasy football trade. I'm in a second fantasy football league. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's trying to trade me Patrick Mahomes. Um, and they were trying to give me Russell Wilson and Alvin Kamara. And I was like, no, <laughs> Damn. this is not good. And they're trying to talk to me about how great a deal it is for me to offload this one quarterback for a quarterback and a starting running back. And I was like, you sure Jared ain't in that fantasy league with you, Randall? I was like, both of those two dudes are not worth this one dude. I need that one in a million uh, trade mass. But yeah, man, my, sh- my cutting corner shot goes out to uh, bad negotiators. If somebody says no, either come with a better deal or learn how to really negotiate rather than nagging somebody a thousand times. I'm and about to that's r- nag Rayon in our fantasy league. You know? I'm going to try and trade him uh, Cyclone Barkley for uh, his this two fool. top players. He needs a cutting corner <laughs> shout out because he keeps calling Saquon Barkley. Cyclone Berkeley, Jerry. He keeps saying Berkeley. Cycle, you know, hey, Jared, man, let me get Cycle on Berkeley. <laughs> well, my Cutty Corner shout out goes out to Derek Carr for getting a 20 point lead at half and manufacturing three points in the second half to lose to Kyler Murray. Uh, Derek Carr, you ain't shit. You still ain't shit. Uh, you did throw a touchdown to Waller, which helped me out in one of my fantasy teams. So, you little credit there. You still ain't shit. You you, you garbage. My second cutting corner shout out goes out to Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. You're an idiot. That's about it. You're just you're not a smart guy. You don't know what you're doing. Thank God that your defense and the guy who probably could be a better head coach than you, uh, your defensive coordinator, uh, and that defense held the Bengals to what is it uh 17 points uh, and it wasn't without many chances the Bengals got the ball back they got about 20 possessions in the game because your offense was fucking uh shot putting uh heavy balls out their booty hole that's how that's how fast they was moving the ball up and down the field so anyways uh shout out to uh Mike McCarthy uh, get your shit together penalties is a problem get that shit together otherwise let's get Sean Payton in there ASAP Do you have a cutty corner shout out? Yeah, I got a quick one. Show go too long. God damn it. <laughs> well, well, we lost out on the first 45 minutes of Jared trying to get his internet. The show go too long. No sports talk. God damn it. Okay. He got a he got a point there. He got a point there. <laughs> we talk, we talk about Brett Favre. We just talking about you always uh, bring up the worst part. You bring up the worst part. You bring up Robert Starver and Brett Favre. That was the majority yeah. of our time. And, yeah, man. And, 
We hadn't catalytic converters and San we hadn't talked to any football. Fucking long. Don't nobody care. Yeah, By the time this show comes out, football will already be turned over. We to don't the have next to talk week. about an individual game. You just talk about where the team's at, where they had. We had a major please. injury. Trey Lance just broke his fucking foot. He's out for the year. Things like that. You don't have to. We don't have to talk about the games exactly and be like. But you can talk about where a team is going, which direction they're headed. Cowboys lost Dak Prescott. That's still a conversation. People like that. There are sports talks in this world, Jared. Sport talk shows in the world, and people do listen to them. And some of them are once a week. Mina Kimes, one of the best football podcasts, once a week. Well, nigga, start bringing some shit to the table that you want to talk about then. Y'all niggas always uh, just waiting for me. No, you don't. All day long week. We're just like, hey, look at this. Look at this. Then bring it up on Sunday. Oh, we, can we bring it up before Sunday so we can get a, a no, confirmation of that? Y'all expect me to put on the docket. Y'all expect me to keep track of it. Y'all niggas don't want to talk about it. Y'all forget about it. Just like I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. Tell me a funny sports story, yeah. so funny sports story right now, then. Nigga. I know. You're sober. Uh, yeah, but you can find funny anything. Trey Lance yeah. broke his ankle today. Have you ever been fired from a job they call you back for to do extra shift? Hey man, we know yeah, we yeah, need you last week. Actually, we believe you. They we got believe fired you. and then call back. Hey man, we go. You know we need you. Big step. Hey, that person we replaced you with ain't working out, dog man. Come Big in, step. Can you throw a couple passes for us? It's like a bitch press. We could talk about that joke that Bill Burr made this past week while doing a show in, the, in Dallas when he said, we all know what the Cowboys problem is. You guys just have to wait it out. <laughs> Man, you could talk about Dabo Sweeney running like he used to be a slave catcher. Like he was shooting tracks, man. So oh, Dabo Sweeney got a good 40 time. He know how to run down a hill without losing stride. He got a, he must have done some real nice stretching before that. We could talk about how Dabble Sweeney learned that because of his interracial church when he raced against the kids on, during the picnic, church picnics. Because <laughs> his church got the interracials. I got interracial marriages. I go to a church that's an interracial church. Those are only dreams for Martin Luther King. Brendan has a wife and kids. I have a nagging, gambling, <laughs> crazy ass wife in there. Bother me and shit. All the time. I heard her complain about the chicken being burnt. What chicken? She came in, it was like they burnt the chicken. <laughs> no, that was my mom. Two old, old crazy women in here. Do you do you do about catalytic converters? I don't give a damn about no catalytic converters. This is a sports program. <laughs> do your wife do your wife always try to beat you to the mailbox so you don't see the credit card bill? Oh, we don't do credit cards. But yeah, she does. Uh, she does. She will try to do that. She's been doing that. Brent, that's the reason why I cheat on her now and then. Come on. So Aaron, what you're saying is that we need to do more things, these more more stunts like DeSantis and Greg Abbott of uh No, that's just stupidity. See, send send see, all the you, darkies you, that are criminals. Here you up are to going from one side. Places. You're going from one side to the other, man. No, I didn't say that. Just be harder on crime. Just don't have don't sit there and get rid of you. Know, I don't mind revamping the bail system and changing it. Don't get rid of it. When they got rid of of it and then you know when that murder happened recently and the person was just arrested two two weeks before that it's like no man if they did a violent crime they shouldn't be out on bail things need to change but don't be stupid with it that's all i ask jared don't be stupid right now in california our our politicians and a lot of people who are supporting our politicians have been very stupid because they're not affected jared so when you when you when you have this like really far progressive politics and they're like no like like newsom he's not affected guess what he don't live next to these people when he hires that dumbass da for sf that they finally had to get rid of and he gets rid of the bail system they don't live next to the guys that get out when they when they commit the crime and get out free on bail they don't feel the impact the same people that just because they look like me or talk like me or, li- or came from neighborhoods like me 
don't mean that I want them back if they're not going to. Oh, shit. My bad, Aaron. Sorry. You did that shit on purpose. Muted me on purpose. Uh, I'm not saying, hey, man, you got to be like a red state. No, those people are stupid, too. I'm saying just don't be stupid, man. We shouldn't be so polarized in our politics that we become stupid. And we make stupid things because they're not affected when they're living off in Newsom, living where the fuck he living in Sacramento, someplace nice or Libby Shaft. I don't even know where that bitch live. I tell you what, I bet you there's no human <laughs> shit. There's human shit on my back stairwell right now. I bet you there's none. No human shit never been by Libby Shaft house. Don't get me started and, on Libby Shaft. Hey, she was man, right there. You, she was Libby Shaft, my neighbor, man. man. What are you talking? Well, Brandon, you left to see this bitch ain't done shit. All I know is I got a parking ticket on Juneteenth, bro. It's supposed to be a federal you holiday. I'm going to tell you this, Brandon. And that bitch was two... dancing at the goddamn Warriors Parade on Juneteenth. Exactly. She got a holiday. Yeah. Got <laughs> That's, a true. That's true. We were there on Juneteenth. She was dancing. <laughs> hey, let me tell you this, Brandon. Brandon, there is a no-legged prostitute they ain't left the house that works harder than Libby Schaff right now. <laughs> Libby Schaff trying to read the, the new crime bill be like, It says, Hot slack, smack back, smoke, beer zack, mech Sometimes I think she wake up and she open up a Wikipedia of another city and think that that's where, oh, oh the city's looking good today. <laughs> Dumbass bitch. <laughs>